0: We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace of buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. <laughs> Down welcome everyone to the prop cast part of the sports gambling podcast network nba edition it is wednesday november 3rd currently twelve thirty-three on the east coast here to break down nba player props with me for today's games He's a man that does both on and off the court, all over SGPN, also has his own radio show. I'll let Scott get into that. Uh, But joining me on Wednesdays, every Wednesday, now going forward for the NBA broadcast, will be Scott Reichel. Scott, baseball season's over, so I guess we can now focus in on NBA and NFL now. right? One, One sport off of our plate for now.
1: Well, just to correct you there, baseball season ended for you, Yesterday, it ended for me about a month ago. There you go. <laughs> so I, I've already been switching gears, talking about basketball and football. But yeah, so far, I've been keeping tabs on the NBA. Yeah. I found some profitable angles, which have helped me out personally, mm-hmm. mostly involving unders because yeah. the totals were way too high to start the season. Yeah. So I've been on unders, team total unders, and that has gone pretty well. I have noticed that the odds makers have started to adjust. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not as easy to find value because you were just – shopping around picking any game you want for an under for about a week and a half and it won. But now it seems like you have to actually do some research which is kind of annoying as opposed <laughs> to actually just guessing randomly. Yeah. But yeah, overall NBA's been good to me so far. Looking forward to going through th- some player props. Uh, what about you? Have you enjoyed the start of the season?
0: Yeah, I think that we had caught up early on on the unders trends um especially like when we're so used to seeing like game totals being posted like from Two twenty-five to two hundred and thirty plus points a night, and obviously it's it's been with the the rules change with the the non foul calls anymore for guys like James Harden for not making basketball moves, trying to get to the the to the free throw line, but also I think you know pace overall is down here a little bit also. I mean, if we said that the Pelicans and the Kings were playing last season, this total probably would be at two hundred and. 32 2, two thirds and 35 points but for tonight's at 219 and that and that kind of tells you uh where where you know the lines or the bookmakers are making those adjustments on totals I also saw CJ McCollum had responded to a tweet and I'm not sure if I caught I didn't catch this but apparently they made a, a change over from from the basketballs that were using last year to using Wilson now the Wilson brand and he said that players are still getting used to playing with the Wilson brand of basketball. I'm not sure if you have caught on to that news or not.
1: I I did not, uh, yeah. but I feel like anytime, even just playing in a park, if you're going to end up picking up a random ball, it usually might take you a game or two yeah. to pick up courts before you actually get the hang of it. Yeah. It's different when you're getting paid millions of dollars and you have a bunch of practice balls to use mm-hmm. leading up to the game. Yeah. But I do think maybe a little bit of muscle memory plays a factor when you're shooting the same ball for, I don't know, 20-something years, and then suddenly you just yeah. switch – brands but I don't think it's that big of a deal I think they'll find a way to get through it I know college had a similar thing Mm -hmm. when uh, Under Armour started sponsoring a bunch of schools and you end up having a ball switch there so they'll adjust the professionals are getting paid enough to actually make the adjustments but I think it's the officiating for the most part and how you're not really getting as many calls Mm -hmm. with the exception of the I'd say Miami Dallas game on TV yesterday which seemed to have about 300 points in the first half I'm not really sure what happened there (laughs) but for the most part You've had a lot of lower-scoring games, a lot of games in the half-court, especially in the fourth quarter, yeah. where games usually slow down. Uh-huh. slowing down to a crawl at this point.
0: Yeah, I was watching that Miami game yesterday, and I had Miami. I was nervous a little early on, but they pulled away in the second half, particularly in the fourth quarter. But, yeah, you're right. In that first quarter, everything was like an and-one. Like mm-hmm. They threw up a shot, ball go in, and you hear a whistle. And it was mostly for Dallas, but then at the end of the game there, Miami kind of pulled away. Um, You know, before we get into player props, um, generally any, I know it's only about six, seven, eight games for some of these teams um, that have gotten under a belt. I know we discussed it last week, but any teams that may be standing out to you that are doing well or that are regressing here a little bit, I know, you know, I I can say the Pelicans for sure is a team that we were definitely um, under on. And now we got the news of Zion. That's he's still two or three weeks away from practicing, and that's because he showed up uh, let's say, uh, eating one too many beignets, I guess we can say, for uh, New Orleans Pelicans. But any any teams or players that maybe you want to talk about that are kind of standing out here early on in the season?
1: Well, it's either the beignets or the gumbo. So yeah. either way. Maybe both. Uh, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. But either way, looking at every team so far, there's one team I've been particularly impressed with, maybe just because of the new coach and I wasn't expecting much from them. I actually like the Wizards and what yeah. they've looked like so far. Now, is this going to be a good team? Probably not. They'll probably be clinging to, best case scenario, a play-in game spot. Mm-hmm. But I looked at the win total for them, and I thought that it was a little bit low because they still have a lot of veteran guys. Of course, the vet the term veteran now applies to people who are like 25 and older now because yeah. <laughs> people come into the league when they're 18 or 19. But they had some experience. I thought they'd be decent. Defensively, though, they've been better than I thought because anytime you have Bradley Beal on a roster, even Dimwitty – I never thought was a great defender by any means. Mm -hmm. They're using Kyle Kuzma at the power forward spot. I thought they would be a mess defensively. This team's actually not bad. And you you still have Thomas Bryan who's coming back at some point. Hachimura hasn't played. In fact, he might've gone AWOL. We don't really know where he is, but the point is, is that this team should be getting even better. Assuming some of their guys who are missing games Mm -hmm. are going to come back. Yeah. Props to Wes Unsell Jr. I've been roasting some first year coaches, Chauncey, I don't think, has done a great job. I think Boston's done a really terrible job to start the year. Yeah. But Unseld, he, I think he's actually looked pretty good as a coach.
0: Yeah. I think that, you know, I, I was definitely, I'll be the first one to admit I was completely wrong about this Wizards team. I know it's still early on, but they look good early. I mean, you know, they're f- it's five and two out of the game. I believe their win total is around 33 and a half, I believe. But, mm. um, you know, they have players on that team. Like, right. You talk about Bradley Beal, again, one of the best scorers in the game. Dinwiddie uh, looks great. Yeah, Dinwiddie looks great. Again, they're getting a lot of contributions from the role players. Also, like you just mentioned, they're missing a couple guys, um, you know, like Thomas Bryant and Rui Achimura um, on this roster who we may or may not see at all this season. Um, again, yeah, Boston, again, Marcus Smart coming out after last game after their collapse.
1: What were your um, thoughts on those comments?
0: I, I, I've i been watching Boston games, and I I feel like I agree with him, but...
1: Can you say that publicly?
0: Marcus Smart can. can I know maybe he can get away but with I, it, but would you I mean this early on in the season, would you make Maybe those you should comments? say it in the
1: locker room first, yeah. you
0: know? Yeah. And I, I think that you know they, they they put together this roster. I thought, you know, Dennis Schroeder would not be a good fit on this team. I I didn't think. Um he hasn't
1: even been an issue up to this point. Yeah,
0: not yet, right? And they're still two and five. And again, they they've been having late collapses not playing defense at all. If you take a look at their differential right now, they're minus 5.8 and a record of two and five. The Cleveland Cavaliers, I've been really impressed with. But Mm -hmm. um, Boston, I I think that something's got to give here. I know they're not going to trade Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum.
1: I think Smart's gone. I'm actually shocked they gave him an extension during the offseason. Yeah,
0: I I think that he may be gone sooner rather than later, uh, but something definitely to keep an eye on and monitor uh, as the season progresses, what's going on in Boston. The uh, last team I that I wanted to get to with you was uh, quickly talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers here. Um, four and four. I think this team had a win total of 22 and a half coming into the season. Evan Mobley has looked great for them. Their front court has looked good. Um, thoughts on this team?
1: Uh, my original thoughts, this team is better than I thought they were going to be. Now, yeah. did I think that they were going to be as bad as they were in the past? No, I thought they would be a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So I can't say that I'm fully, fully shocked. The main surprise to me is how good Evan Mobley's looked. Oh, yeah. Because I was a little bit skeptical. By the way, looking it up, the win total for the Cavs was 26 and a
0: half
1: going into the year. But I thought going in when I watched Mobley in college that he had promise, but I thought that he needed to gain like 20, 30 pounds. I thought that he was a little bit too skinny Mm -hmm. to fully play one of the bigs in the NBA, which is kind of ironic because in a way I was right he's not playing center the Cavs are just using three separate seven footers including (laughs) like uh and just throwing him out there with Kevin Love off the bench yeah and they're kind of doing a zag to everyone's zig kind of like what Orlando's doing Mm -hmm. is they're throwing out Wendell Carter and you're throwing in another center I'm like what are you even but it's somewhat effective because of the fact that you can just clean up on the glass Mobley defensively has been a revelation. He's been fantastic. And I feel like he's definitely helped change that identity, especially when you have him paired with Jared Allen. yeah, Your rim protection is going to be filthy. And then I feel like that's what you've seen from the Cavs so far, which is why you've had a couple of low-scoring games, some really, really low-scoring games Mm -hmm. with them involved. It's because their paint defense is fantastic. Now, for the guards, Sexton, truth is I still don't know what to think about Sexton because I think that he's a talented player. Mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if he actually makes the guys around him better. Yeah. He doesn't really get many assists. He's not exactly a great – I don't want to say he's a great shooter. He's fine. I think he's an okay shooter, but he does shoot a lot, so I do kind of wonder about that. Defensively, he's pretty good. Garland, he's injured all the time, so yeah. I don't really know what to think from him, but I do like the young core. I'm a fan of what this team has actually started to look like. They're still a long way away. They're Still missing a couple of guys. I know Kevin Love's now injured, so we'll see what his is. He I forgot if, he is, if he's injured or if he is covered uh, he's he's out out. with him.
0: And uh, uh he, he's out with COVID. I think we got news this morning, uh, that marketing also is going to be out with COVID. Uh, okay, so safety, yeah.
1: So I, I know that they were out. So the point is, is that they're gonna be missing a couple of guys. They still beat Charlotte the other day, which impressed me. Yeah, I think this team's okay. Are they going to be in a play in game? No. I think they'll finish probably eleventh or twelfth in the in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. But I do like the actual, let's just say, direction, and they have something that they haven't had in a long time, mm-hmm. which is hope, because yeah. they actually might have some prospects who might blossom into really good players.
0: Yeah, I think that I think you have the nail on the head, I I like their interior with Mobley and Allen. It's just the guard positions that you kind of need to worry about. And now when Colin Sexton is only averaging 1.9 assists per game, I think that uh, – that No, he
1: doesn't pass. That, yeah. That's the issue he's had his entire career.
0: Yeah, and, and Darius Garland, yeah, he's the one that's passing the ball. He's averaging 7.5 assists per game. But, again, yeah, I'm not sold on Colin Sexton just yet. But, again, we'll see how this team plays out. But, so far, they're looking pretty good at 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Scott, let's take a quick break here. Uh, we'll hear from our sponsors, and we'll come back, and we'll get into the player props uh, for tonight. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, prop swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use a promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So improve. So your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. Thousands of veterans across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, uh, Scott, let's get into it, man. Uh, Give me your first player prop for tonight's action.
1: So for this one, I'm going to look at a matchup between the Spurs and the Mavericks, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be taking Yaka Pertl over nine and a half rebounds at around minus 115. They already played against the Mavericks once this season. Mm -hmm. Purtle at 13 rebounds. He's played at least 30 minutes in four of the first seven games. Last two games, he has not been as involved, but he got into foul trouble against Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. and they were getting killed by Indiana by about 30 through two and a half quarters. So they brought in the bench unit there. I think that with about 30 minutes or so, maybe more, because the spread in this game is one. So I'm expecting a close game throughout. Dallas is an abysmal rebounding team. Ranked 27th in rebounding rate. Porzingis is still banged up with the back issue. Kleber's out, and I know Kleber's a little bit undersized for an actual big man. He did have 10 rebounds in the first meeting. I think him being out is a big deal. Pirtle, we know, isn't exactly a guy that's going to stretch the floor for a big man, but he's still a very good rebounder. He's going to be in the paint, and I do think 9.5 sounds very low. I'll take the over there at minus 115.
0: Yeah, he's been one of the darlings going, going back to the last season of the NBA Slack channel. I think that's kind of continued into the season. Um, I and I I've backed him a couple couple times already this season, and one game in particular, like you just mentioned, was when they uh went up against Dallas, uh, where he had what 13 rebounds, supposed to a double double in that game. Um, yeah, I like it, man. I mean, this guy is again, we talk about Dallas's defense here. Not much inside, right? For the reasons that you just mentioned, they're giving up uh close to Giving up a combined thirty-five point eight rebounds to the power forward and center position, and the the line that you indicated where it's a one point fair, we're expecting this to be a close game, so he should be getting the minutes, and I think that this he should probably get a double double in this game. I, I like that over nine and a half, and he, for him to get a double double tonight, it's also at plus money at plus one thirty five. So if you're feeling, um, you know, him, I
1: thought, I thought about double dipping for two yeah. props, but I thought that was cheating so I ended up picking another prop instead, but I also like (laughs) double-double at plus 135.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I I think it makes a lot of sense it's correlated, right? I think that, yeah, yeah, if he's able to get the rebounds, he should definitely be able to finish around the basket like he did in uh, the first game against Dallas. So uh, what do you say we add that to your your double-dipping? You go over 9.5 and and the double-double.
1: I think I got scared off from points because I looked at his free throw numbers and he's shooting like 50% from the foul line. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, I know you're going to miss about half of these. <laughs> and if you finish with eight or nine, it would be devastated. Yeah. But plus 135 for a guy who should get at least 10 rebounds, definitely a lot of value there.
0: Yeah, I like it. I'm going to play uh, both of those. I'm going to say at plus 135, too, especially mm. uh, against this Dallas interior. I'm going to say that same game. And I'm going to go DeJounte Murray uh, points, rebounds, and assists over 31 and a half. And Look, we've talked about uh, Dejounte Murray at volumes so far on the propcast and also on the NBA gambling podcast. Uh, this guy is, is really the focal point of this offense and the guy that has his ball in his hands. And he's been off to a great start here for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, you know, scoring points, distributing the basketball. He leads this team in assist at eight point four. He leads this, uh team in scoring at seventeen point six. Last game against the uh, Dallas Mavericks, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Absolutely crushed that 31-and-a-half uh, projection, finishing with 41. The previous game before that against the Lakers, I understand it was in overtime, but uh, he posted a triple-double in that game, 21 points, 12 rebounds, 15 assists. The game after Dallas, when he went up against the Milwaukee Bucks, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 9 assists. You kind of get where I'm going with this. Um and again, like you talk about the Indiana game where it turned into a blowout, he only played 26 minutes. But prior to that, he was logging 35-plus minutes um, in those previous six games. So I think, again, that he should be able to have his way tonight against his Dallas defense. We the some point guard position. They're giving up 21 points. Uh, seven rebounds, eight assists. But again, the performance that he had against the Dallas Mavericks the other night, uh, I think he should be able to replicate that here at home uh, in a revenge spot, you can say, after that five point loss against the Mavericks. So I'm taking Murray over 31 and a half points, rebounds, and assists combined.
1: Well, I think the thing about Murray is that he's kind of having himself a bit of a Shea Gilgis Alexander run mm-hmm. where people knew that he was talented, but yeah. they weren't sure how he would look as the best player on a team. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the team's not going to win anything. Same thing with the Thunder. But you're looking and you realize when the guy has the ball in his hands, this guy's very underrated. He's just very good, and he puts up a bunch of stats. So I like that play as well. I was kind of torn between Pirtle and Murray. Decided Mm -hmm. to go with Pirtle, but Murray's a stat sheet stuffer. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah. Let's get to your next one. Uh, Scott, what do you got?
1: So for this one, it's actually going to be a little bit of a risky play, but it's at plus money. So I do think that there's some value on it. It involves one of the controversies we talked about when we started the show, the Boston Celtics.
0: Okay,
1: And I'm looking at Jalen Brown over two and a half assists at about plus 108. Now I know passing the ball is not exactly his strong suit. However, I am kind of interested how him and Tatum are going to respond to Marcus Smart's public criticisms. Mm -hmm. I am curious if at least for a game, they might go out of their way to try to get their teammates involved. I still think at the end of the game, Brown and Tatum are going to go ISO because that's pretty much the only form of offense they have in the fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. which is why the Celtics have fallen apart down the stretch in several games. But I do think that Marcus Smart calling them out publicly might cause them to look at least maybe in the first half, look for some teammates a little bit more. I just think plus 108 in a spot where you might see two younger guys maybe listen to the veteran for a game or so. And then the number's too low. I'll take the plus money.
0: Yeah, this was. An, I was really curious to see where these these assist numbers would come out after he got called out, and I think that's one of the things I looked at this morning. Is uh, I was looking at Jalen Brown's assist and then also Jason Tatum. Um, yeah, I think this is it's a risky move, but again, it makes a lot of sense for what trend kind of transpired after that Chicago Bulls game. It's plus uh, money, so yeah, it's risky, and it's plus money too, right?
1: Some value with it, yeah. Plus, and again, Plus Brown's gotten three a couple of times this season, so it's not like he's having zero. Yeah. He's having some every game. The only question is, can you get a little bit of an uptick? I'm hoping for the plus money that he might end up getting an extra one or two, which might be all you need.
0: Yeah, and asking him to get three, it's not a monumental number, right? Three assists, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, definitely attainable for Jalen Brown. Since he's done it, played playing times before. I Also seeing Jason Tatum at three and a half at plus 120, which is really interesting. But uh, for your sake, yeah, Jalen Brown over two and a half assists at plus 105. Um, for my second one, I'll stay in that same game, but I'm going to go over to the Orlando Magic side. I'm going to take uh, Wendell Carter Jr. over eight and a half rebounds. Um, you know, We talked about it earlier with the Cleveland Cavaliers, how they have that tall lineup with three seven-footers, and you alluded to that Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr. and the Magic are kind of doing the same thing here and trying to take advantage of the boards. And both Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr. have been cleaning up on the boards here. I just don't think that the... Boston Celtics have that guy inside that can keep these tall guys off the boards. Yeah, they have Al Horford, but um, I'm going to put my money on uh, Wendell Carter Jr. here to get at least nine rebounds. And he's done pretty good throughout the season, right? He's averaging close to 10 rebounds per game. Uh, if you kind of take a look at uh, what he's done over the past couple games here, he had 14 against the T Wolves, which really don't have an inside presence. Carl Anthony Towns really hangs out around the three point line um previous game against Detroit he only had six but then prior to that 12 uh 12 10 9 9 11 so I think this is a very attainable number for Wendell Carter Jr and you must probably want to take a look at taking Obama over the number two because both of these guys are very very similar in their rebounding numbers and for the Boston Celtics again not much of an inside presence there and to the center position and the power forward position combined giving up close to 28 rebounds per game. So um I'm gonna take Wendell Carter Jr. over eight and a half rebounds.
1: Yeah, I think that if you're looking at a situation where Boston doesn't really have many quality bigs, Robert Williams has played a decent amount of minutes. He's still a let's just say a work in progress. It seems like he still has a lot to work on his game. Yeah. I like the upside defensively, but I do think on the boards Williams also gets into foul trouble all the time. Mm-hmm. So I do think you'll have some good opportunities.
0: Yeah. Scott, let's take uh one final break here we'll come back we'll get to our last player prop for the night and then we'll maybe give out a best bet and any final thoughts uh for the uh wednesday night schedule did you miss the biggest sports headlines from the night before ever wonder how that might impact this week's bets relive the best in sports from the night before with betql tonight i was listening last night to betql tonight and then we're talking about the Derrick Henry injury, and lo and behold, this morning it was reported that Derrick Henry might have a season-ending foot injury. And for that reason, last night I was able to find the Indianapolis Colts to win the AFC South at a 12-1 price. 12-1 and currently not on the board. BetQL well Tonight is a high-energy live destination of casual and hardcore sports fans alike. Engaging, polarizing, relevant. Get caught up in the sports betting world with a heavy dose of entertainment. Every detail matters when making bets. BetQL Tonight dives deeper to help you help you, give you the edge. It's, the, it's fun to bet on the game and even more fun when you've got the inside scoop. So tune in to BetQL Tonight. Listen on Odyssey, Sp- Spotify, and your favorite podcast app. And don't forget, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget, to, don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, uh, Scott hit us with your last player prop for tonight's games.
1: So, for this one, I'm going to be looking at a match between the Raptors and the Wizards, and for this one, I like OGN and Obi over. Two and a half three-pointers at plus 105. Guy's been cooking. Really yeah. not much else needs to be said. He's made at least three three-pointers in five of his last six games. He's played in at least 32 minutes in every game this season. He also just dropped 36 on the Knicks. Guy's a really good player mm-hmm. who seems to be flying under the radar. Two and a half at plus money? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I got to take that. I mean, sure. Am I missing something?
0: No, you're not. And if you kind of take a look at it, at he's getting the shot volume. He's playing significant, significant minutes. Two out of the last three games, he's been at 41 minutes, 38 minutes, getting the shot attempts from three points for sure, uh, leading this team quietly in points per game. And we're not really talking about the Warrior or sorry, the uh, Raptors anymore, but quietly, like you mentioned, OG Ananobi is doing really well, flying under the radar. So if the market's not going to, price it properly, you got a hammer it, right? And I think this is one of those spots that you've highlighted over two and a half, three point shots for OG and Anobi. Yeah, let's gobble that up all day long, man. I really like that play, especially it being at plus money. Yeah. Uh, for my last one, I'm going to go over to that uh, Charlotte Hornets and the Washington, sorry, uh, the Charlotte Hornets and the Golden State Warriors game. And um, depending on your book, if they offer this or not, um, I-, I know some books offer it at points, rebounds and assists. Some give you points and rebounds. Some give you rebounds and assists. I'm focusing on rebounds and assists here. Got to go with Draymond Green, man. Over 16 and a half. I, I think that this number is very, very conservative for him. This guy can, again, on any given night, go out and drop a triple-double for you. Um, and if you take a look at what Charlotte is really doing against that, I guess, power forward position. But Draymond really plays the point guard role for this uh, for this team, getting these guys into positions they're allowing about 13 rebounds and about four assists per game. But Draymond's the leading rebounder for this team uh, on the Warriors. They don't have that true big guy yet with Wiseman still being out. So he's been able to take advantage uh, of rebounding and also assist. I think I want to say uh, Steph Curry is a second leading rebounding uh, rebounder on this team, but um, you know, Draymond is leading the team in rebounds, eight point assists. He's averaging seven rebounds, sorry, eight point seven rebounds and seven assists per game. And with the total being so high tonight uh, at two twenty seven, I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities for him to set his guys up in places, get rebounds uh, against this uh, Hornets lack of front court. I guess you say they picked up Miles Plumley, but um, for for Draymond Green, he's been playing really well as of late. And really, again, another guy that really stuffs the uh, the stat sheets there over his past couple games here. 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 12 rebounds, uh, 7 assists, 9 and 8 against the OKC Warriors. So three games in a row, he's hit this over 16 and a half. So I'm going to go Draymond Green. points. Oh, sorry, Rebounds and assists over 16 and a half.
1: But plus, they're looking at a total. It's supposed to be a high-scoring game. Yeah. A decent amount of pace to be played.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, so those are our three player props. Uh Let's get to a best bet here and we'll get some final thoughts here. Uh Scott, what are you going as your let's go with your best bet. What do you got?
1: So I save the best for last. I'm going with OG Ananobi. Okay. Uh, over two and a half at plus money. You're looking at the volume from threes because of course it's a little bit unpredictable how well somebody's going to shoot in any given game. But what you can control are the attempts. To go through Ananobi's attempts this season from three. 12, 7, 8, 10, 8, 9, 5, 9. So, he's attempted at least seven Mm -hmm. in every game except one, and his number's two and a half. And he's also shooting the ball well. Yep. This line makes no sense to me. And of course, with the Wizards also playing a bit of a smaller lineup, he's being guarded by Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. I like that. I like that matchup a lot. It's hard to fade a guy who just dropped 36, who's shooting a bunch of threes per game. And we know even if he's a spot up guy with Van Vliet driving, He's very capable of shooting, and he can create off the dribble. Two and a half at plus money. You're not going to get that for that much longer going into the season. I'll take that all day every day.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, man. Again, I think when we talk about these three-point shooting props, we're also we're looking at volume. And just like you highlighted right now, he's getting the volume, not only shooting from the field but also from behind the three-point line. So I'll be on that for sure. I'll be joining on uh, joining you on that player prop at plus money. I love it. Um, for mine, I'll go with the first one I gave out, Dejounte Murray. Over uh 31 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. I think this number is way too conservative for him. Um, again, the performance that he had against the Dallas Mavericks the other night, 23, 10, and 8. But again, he's been he's been a machine for the Spurs. And like you mentioned, when this guy has the ball in his hands, he's very underrated. Um, I think the league is gonna take a while for him to for to catch up on him just because he's in a very, very small market. Uh, but again, this guy has the potential to You know, he leads his team in scoring. He leads the team in assists. I think that should be on display tonight, especially with a very, very short line. Getting the minutes in the game. So I'm going to DeJounte Murray over 31 and a half as my uh, best bet points, rebounds, and assists. I like that Uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, Any final thoughts, Scott? Anything else you want to hit on? Maybe players that maybe to keep an eye on or teams that maybe keep an eye on. It's a prop show, but, uh, you know, anything you want to point out?
1: Well, I'm actually looking at the Nets Hawks game I'm keeping an eye on Clint Capella, uh, double-double at around minus 110, but I didn't want to give it out because I'm still waiting to find out if John Collins is going to play or not. Yeah, He's dealing dealing with a bit of a leg issue, Mm -hmm. uh, but he's still questionable. Yeah, I'm assuming he's not going to play because he did play last game, and it's still the first couple weeks of the season. I doubt they're going to rush him out there. But if he's not going to play, Capella should get a decent amount of minutes. The Nets are not exactly a good rebounding team. Yeah, They're middle of the pack, ranked 16th. And he's had a double-double in four of the first seven games. If you're going to give me double-double at minus 110 for a guy who pretty much walks into about 14 rebounds whenever he wants to, yeah. I got to like the value there. I didn't give it out, though, because if Collins plays, of course, I'm going to like it less. Yeah. I personally don't think he's going to play. Mm-hmm. I think he'll get a good value there at minus 110.
0: Yeah, I was looking for... Um... Collins props this morning and then I remember that he had the leg injury jack like you just mentioned. So, and he, another, none of his is listed. And again, if he's not able to go, I agree with you. Uh, I was looking, looking at both of these guys uh, for their rebounding props. And if he's not able to go, uh, I really like Clint Capella to grab, you know, rebounds. I believe his rebounds right now are at, I think, even money or... Uh... I think it was...
1: But the thing is that if you're looking at double-double at minus 110, you're assuming his rebounds are probably like 10.5 or something, like something close to it. Yeah. His rebounds are 12.5. Yeah. That,
0: yeah. That oh, so, the question is,
1: can he manage to make enough free throws, which is a huge, you know, question itself, or at yeah. least get enough lob dunks or offensive putbacks against this team to get to 10 points... That's five baskets. Sure, I'll take minus one ten.
0: He should get the rebounds. Yeah, he should get rebounds easily. Again, scoring too. Like he he catches those lobs from Trey Young and their guards out there. So, uh, the the question mark for Clint Capella for sure is uh, uh is the uh, free throws. But again, yeah. for him to get five baskets, not a problem. Uh, Scott, thank you so much, man. Let the people know what you're working on and where they can find you on uh on Twitter, and also let them know about your uh, radio show, man.
1: Cool. So you can find me at Reichel Radio, R-E-I-C-H-E-L Radio on Twitter. Other than that, doing a lot of stuff for SGPN, doing the fantasy rankings every week, doing fantasy articles pretty much every week or every other week. Besides that, appearing on this podcast every Wednesday, doing some guest spots in the NBA Gambling Podcast, as well as, well, it was the MLB Gambling Podcast. I'm not sure (laughs) what you're going to be doing during the offseason. We'll figure that out. Other than that, still doing... Uh, my own personal uh, YouTube daily pick show, which I do on the Winners of Winers YouTube page. Also, doing the Heading Back to the Window live stream show. Uh, so, if you want to ask questions about any games, uh, my co host and I cover it. That's every weekday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. So, that's coming up in about two hours. If you want to catch me there, you can find me
0: at the Winners of Winers YouTube page. Yeah, definitely check out uh, uh, Scott and and Scott, right? Scott and Scott over there at uh, Winners and Winners and their daily show that they do. There a lot of great information that they give out. And again, Scott all over SGPN for fantasy football, doing a lot of great editing uh, for the podcast that I do. So again, thank you so much, Scott, for for doing all that and getting it out to the listeners. Really appreciate you. So like I said, Scott's going to be joining me every Wednesday for NBA PropCast. Definitely going to get him on the NBA Gambling Podcast very soon. Uh, but other than that, guys, that's, uh, that's the show for today, you know, short and simple, uh, we give out three to four player props each best bet. So hopefully we can have a profitable night till then make sure to check out the website. Uh, A lot of great stuff going on. If you're into, you know, NFL, obviously fantasy football, we have a great group of guys there, uh, with their rankings with, with so much content that they're putting out. So definitely check them out with that being said, good luck tonight with your bets. Let's break the books off and let it ride.